Welcome to the Wolverine Confidential Podcast. I'm Andrew Kahn. I'm Ryan Zoot. And I'm Aaron McMahon. Big 10 play is here for the Michigan football team. And on this episode, we preview Michigan's game against Maryland. The game may not be a nail biter, but it will definitely be better than what we've seen so far this season. Let's talk about it right now on Wolverine Confidential. Okay, guys, talking with you here mid-morning, Thursday, September 22nd. Let's start here with a simple question. Is either team any good? And I'll lay it out like this for our listeners. Michigan has played two of the worst teams in the country in Yukon and Hawaii, and another one that's just not very good in Colorado State. Those teams have a combined two wins, uh, and, and none of them are against FBS teams. So Michigan is 3-0, largest uh, scoring margin in the country, highest scoring offense in the country, but have you know done it against very weak competition. Maryland, they just played SMU, which is decent. I mean, I, I equate SMU as do the uh, you know, preview magazines, you know, to a, to a lower big 10 team, you know, kind of similar in the range of like an Illinois say uh, Charlotte, not particularly good, but it was on the road. Uh, and then Buffalo uh, led by uh, former uh, for like three months, uh, Michigan assistant, Maurice linguist. Um, that's a, that's a rebuilding program. So I would not, you know, I would say their schedule also kind of light. So I don't know what, what do you think it means for Saturday? Are we about to find out? whether either team is, is good or, or you think the hot starts are, are legit and, and now it's just a step up in competition. Well, I, I guess I'll start. I, I think it's probably somewhere in the middle, right? Like I, I think Maryland's schedule is probably was slightly better. It's been slightly better than Michigan's, but not by much. Um, and going on the road, I think means something. Um, but we, we, we've seen hot starts from Maryland in the past where they start a year five and oh, six and oh, and, and they're lighting up the scoreboard and, and everything else kind of like what they're doing right now. And then the wheels fall off and they actually play competitive football and they play really good teams. And, you know, we kind of see who they are. So I, I tend to think that's probably the the scenario that the, the road we're going down here. I think we're going to find out that Maryland's offense isn't as good as what they've been showing. But I, I do think this game will be somewhat competitive. I mean, I don't think this is going to be a blowout like last year. Was it 59-18 or whatever the case, whatever that was? I don't think they're that bad. I think Maryland's better than what we saw last year. Um, and at the same token, I don't think Michigan's defense statistically is going to be able to keep up. I mean, I just water's going to find its level here. I, I think they're going to give up some points. Um, it'll probably be a relatively close game on Saturday. I, I can see it being two or three scores. Uh, the, the line, the odds makers certainly project that to, to be the case. Um, so uh, probably a, a combination of, of both. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's going to be a lot tougher test for for Michigan's defense than than the offense. I think. Yeah, I mean. Maryland has three receivers that could potentially play on Sunday. So uh, they have a quarterback that uh, has, has a lot of talent. So I think offensively or defensively for Michigan, they're going to get, um, they're going to see how, how good they are and, and if they can, you know, continue to put up these impressive numbers against guys that have a lot more talent than they face in the first three games. Now, defensively, I think, or I think Michigan's offense is still going to put up a lot of, a lot of points and a lot of yards against this Maryland defense. I, I don't believe this Maryland defense is very good. Um, and gave up 369 yards passing to SMU. I think we might get to see JJ cook a little bit on, on Saturday, which I'm sure fans are going to love. Um, I don't be surprised if they open up the offense a little bit more. I mean, he didn't have one pass more than 20 yards downfield uh, against UConn, and he didn't really have to because they were moving the ball pretty much at will through their, their screens and dink and dunk and, and running the ball. So 
wouldn't be surprised to, to see maybe Michigan open up the playbook a little bit more. Um, and it should be a, definitely a little bit more entertaining game for for fans and, and for reporters as well on Saturday. Yeah, Maryland's at 499 yards per game. That's that's pretty good. It's two more than Michigan, and we've seen what you know they've been they've been able to do. Um, you know, there are there are some differences in these teams, uh, as Mike Loxley pointed out in his press conference. Michigan, uh, you know, one of the no team in the country has been penalized less. Uh, than Michigan and uh, only one penalized more than, than Maryland. So, uh, you know, is that thing, is that kind of stat like translatable game to game? Like, I don't know, especially when several of them for Maryland were kind of a, the procedural variety or, you know, after the whistle. Um, so I don't know, things like holding and pass interference, you think might represent like a problem with the team and, you know, just getting beat and things like that. But I don't know, false starts and, you know, late hits and stuff that you'd think would be more easily uh, correctable. So, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, uh, Talia Tungavailoa. Let me just say this team, this team is loaded with some, uh, with some great names uh, overall. Let me just run through a few of them. Chikorian, Shalik, Quayshawn, Vandarius, Fanage, Tarheeb, Octavian, Weston, Jakavion, Jakai, Maximus. There's an Andrew, there's a Ryan. There's no error, <laughs> uh, but this this team is just loaded. Uh, uh, Doug Karsh and, and friend of the pod, John Jansen, better do their uh, linguistic exercises uh, before before Saturday afternoon. Uh, it's uh, it's homecoming for Michigan, yes. Uh, so that that's some, somewhat of a big deal. I mean, usually you schedule a team that uh, you know you think you can you can beat. And Maryland's one of the the lesser Big Ten teams. Only got Michigan that one time that first year they were in the Big Ten, but but not since. And, and like Aaron pointed out, you know, you look at their overall record and you look at their conference record year to year, they, they were 500 in conference that first year when they beat Michigan and, you know, haven't been able to, to get back to that sit since, you know, three and six has been their, their best mark, uh, you know, in, in, in conference since they've gone to, to nine games. So uh, yeah, we've seen these hot starts before, but this team's a, a little more talented. Loxley has recruited pretty well. Um, and, and like you guys said, you think it'll be it'll be a stress for for Michigan's defense. I, I think so. I think this Maryland defense is a little bit more balanced than maybe we've seen in previous years. Everyone wants to talk about the the, the pass game and Talia and the receivers, and that's valid. I mean, they're going to throw the ball and probably have, have some success doing it. But they actually do have a ground game this year, at least through three games. Uh, they've got a freshman named Roman Hemby. He's rushed for almost 300 yards through three games and three touchdowns. Now, most of that production came in two games. So he's got basically... Um, you know, two games are rushed for almost 150 yards. So he's he's averaging 9.2 yards per carry, which I think I checked is 11th in the country right now. Um, so they've actually got a run game that can kind of complement the passing game. You know, some teams, and Jim Harbaugh likes to talk about using the run game to open up the pass game. With Maryland, it's kind of been the opposite. They they use the, their passing game to open up the run. They've got a, 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 a red zone a running back in Antoine Littleton the second as well. He's got 108 yards and, and four touchdowns. So um, you know, they've got a run game. They can throw the ball. Their offensive coordinator is, is Dan Enos. He's been there for a couple of years now. Michigan fans may recall he was on the staff for, gosh, a couple of a couple of months of years back and then left or left for Alabama. So he's familiar. Um, I can tell you in covering Central Michigan when he was a head coach there, they liked being uh, balanced. They liked throwing the ball. They liked having a run game. They liked using the tight end. And that's something Maryland is doing again this year as well. Their tight end, Corey Dykes, has 12. He actually leads the team in catches with 12, 102 yards and a touchdown. So they do use the tight end as well. 
so you can make the case this is almost kind of like a Michigan light offense. They, they have a quarterback who's mobile. He can get outside the pocket. And while folks like to talk about him using his legs, he doesn't necessarily get a ton of yards, but he's able to extend plays and, and keep things going. So um, they're going to look to get probably dink and dunk and get the ball out, out to the outside and get some explosive plays. And if Maryland can catch a few of those early, yeah, I, I do think Michigan's defense will be stressed a little bit, which is, I think, in a way, something they need. I mean, they haven't really been tested at all yet this year. I think earlier the better for them, just because of with the nature of the competition coming up. But I, I do think this is certainly going to be a step up uh, in competition for what they've seen so far. Yeah, Talia completing 77% of his passes so far this year, 895 yards and six touchdowns. I'm like, oh, 895 yards through three games, that's pretty good. Was curious to see where that ranked in the Big Ten, and it was it was only fourth. So, uh, Aiden McConnell number one, and CJ Stroud number three. And I, I know I mentioned this before the pod, but like I was completely shocked to see who is number two in the Big Ten. I want to give at least I know Andrew already had a guess, but I want to see what what who Aaron would pick to see who he thinks would be number two right now. Um, I'd like, and, and after Aaron guess, I'm just going to keep guessing until I'm right. I'd like to see how many guys I get wrong. You're making you're <laughs> making very intrigued. I mean, I had guessed, I, uh, I had thought Stroud was at one. Uh, with the numbers he's putting up, but uh, he's 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 not first. He's not even second. He's he's third. So <laughs> let's see what's Aaron's guess. Because uh, who, who did I guess? I threw out. Uh, I think I threw out Tanner Morgan just because I know Minnesota's been scoring a lot. But I was right. Wrong. Yeah, uh, Tanner Morgan is eleventh. <laughs> yeah, they've been running the ball a ton. <laughs> well, they, yeah, yeah, it was a shot in the dark. Minnesota likes to run the ball. Is it the Penn State quarterback? Um, Clifford. No, Clifford is ninth. Okay. Well, we know it's not. You know McCarthy. Well, I feel like uh, this is a trick question. Like I'm you already to told us, Talia, I guess is, is not it. It's not um, Graham Mertz, is it? No, Graham Mertz is Graham eighth. Mertz, no, no. Uh, okay, it's not. I mean, it's not Nebraska's. Definitely not Iowa's. Or it's not Rutgers. Uh, so that leaves that leaves three, four. Two. We got Indiana, Michigan State, Illinois, Northwestern. Northwestern has been running the ball a lot. I know this because I have there running back Evan Hall on my fantasy team. So I can't imagine it is uh, Holinsky. Uh, and then there's, I actually don't know Illinois' quarterback's name, uh, but they haven't been doing Tommy it. DeVito. Oh, Tommy DeVito. Yeah, former and it, records. It, it, and it's, uh, not, it's not him. Indiana. I guess Indiana then, whoever's there. No, it is uh, Ryan Holinsky from Northwestern. No, God. so if so they're they got, running the ball a lot too, and, yeah. and they're throwing the ball out, why aren't I'm they winning? <laughs> exactly. I thought the same th- thing. Yeah, nine hundred sixty-two yards passing for Ryan Helinski. Only five touchdowns though for, through three games. But yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's so, a lot I'm, of uh, probably a lot of empty calories there. Then uh, you know, as, as, as to lose to uh, you know Southern Illinois um, as they did last week to fall to one and two. So yeah, that's that's interesting. And I'm looking up he's only 213 yards last week. Uh, the two interceptions. Uh, all right. Well, yes, there's a, that's a surprise. Uh, but yeah, Maryland's got, Maryland's got weapons. So I, it's the first big 10 game. So, you know, we, we said last pod that we, we do a little bit of a look ahead now to the big 10 at large. Not every team is playing big 10 games yet. We have four on the schedule this week. In addition to Michigan, Maryland, Minnesota is at Michigan state. Iowa is at Rutgers. Uh, and Wisconsin is at Ohio State in a in a prime time game. Uh, I don't know. To me, it's like Michigan and Ohio State are in this tier uh, above the rest. I know there's other three and O teams, but just given what they've done, you know what they did last year, kind of the personnel, you know they're they're the teams to beat one A and one B, whichever one you want to put there. Then there's like 
then it to me at the bottom there's you know Nebraska, Northwestern, and I probably put Illinois and Purdue there right now. Teams that have multiple losses, um, you know, just not going to be factors in this race, I don't think. But then you've got this cluster of teams that includes Maryland that are you know that are that are in there that are two and zero or, or three and zero, uh, or sorry two and one or three and zero um, that can make a run at this thing. Uh, you know, and Michigan will be, will be, you know, facing most of them. I, I guess when I'm, I, I say that to say this, is this the week Michigan finally gets really tested? We know it's a step up from what they've done. That's not what I'm asking. Is this a, a real test? Or does that not come till next week or the way Iowa has been playing? Does that not come till Penn state visits or, or does it not come to the final game of the regular season? Like I, the big 10 to me is weaker than I thought it was going into the season. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Michigan will be tested defensively to some degree on Saturday. I think it's just a matter of how much, like, I, I do think, I, I, I mean, I don't think Maryland puts up 30 or 40 points like they have been in the last three games. I think Michigan will probably hold somewhere around, you know, 14 to 20, which if they do, I, I think is a success I, I, because I think Michigan wants to see, I think they know what they can do. They, they, they think they know what they can do doing it is a different story. So I, I, I knowing what they've done to Maryland in the past and some of the lopsided games they've had in years prior, I tend to think it's going to be more toward that than it being like a, a one score game and Maryland actually having a shot to win this one. Um, but I, I do think Michigan's defense will test a lot more than the offense. I think the offense is going to have much, is it going to have much of an issue going down the field and scoring? Um, I think this is a game. This is a real opportunity. I think for JJ and, and the passing game to open up um, now, you can make the case just from the X's O's and, and game plan perspective. If you're Michigan going into this one Saturday, you, the, the whole plan is to try and keep the ball away from Maryland's offense. So maybe they try and run the ball a ton Saturday just to keep, to burn clock and, and keep, you know, keep time possession on, in their side and just give, keep them, you know, keep them hold on to the football. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, I'm really curious to see what the game plan is offensively, but I don't think they have much of an issue at all uh, driving down the field. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, from what I've seen so far this year, I think right now the only test, real true test uh, before Ohio State could be Penn State. I mean, Michigan State looked awful against a Washington. They they didn't look great against Western Michigan in their opener. Uh, I know they always play the Wolverines tough, but yeah, I mean, they, they haven't really impressed me that much. Iowa, I mean, Michigan might just need to store two touchdowns in Iowa City to, to win that game. Um, so, yeah, and Penn State, I mean, that win over Auburn, I, I know Auburn's down this year, but to go on the road in the SEC and win is in convincing fashion is no easy feat. Um, I, I still like Sean Clifford. I think if he's healthy, uh, he can really pose a threat. And and that that right now, that's the game that, that could scare um, the Wolverines a little bit. But, I mean, it's shaping up to be a pretty favorable schedule here for, for Michigan moving forward. Yeah, Penn State's really been, to me at least, been the surprise in the Big Ten so far. I mean, I, I think some a lot of folks had them finishing like th- anywhere from second to fourth in the Big Ten East. Uh, I think I had them for third. Um, you know, I, I I think there was some assumption that the yeah, the de- I think that everyone assumed the defense is going to be good, but you know, the, everyone was on the fence about the offense and Clifford coming back and what it would look like. And so far, they've done a really good job. I mean, the, the opening season opening went over Purdue at the time looked pretty good. Purdue is, clearly isn't what maybe some of us expected them to be. Um, but yet they've, they're averaging 40 points a game. And that includes, again, that win over Auburn on Saturday on the road down to SEC country. So that, I mean, that's that's impressive. That's that's a good win on their resume. Um, they essentially went from unranked last week to, to you know, 14. Um, and yet they should be 5-0 and going into the Michigan game October 15th. They've got Penn State's got CMU. Uh, Saturday, and then they've got Northwestern. So, 
it's very possible there's a pair of five and O teams going into the October 15th matchup. It, it could be a big one. I think that probably offensively and defensively, just cohesively will probably be Michigan's real, you know, their, their first test. This game between Michigan and Maryland last season was, uh, was was an absolute blowout, but it was it was <laughs> very exciting. Michigan won fifty nine uh, to eighteen, but you know they had eight touchdowns, three through the air, two different quarterbacks to three different pass catchers, uh, three on the ground from two different running backs, a kickoff return for a touchdown, and an interception return for a touchdown. I mean they they really did it like every every way possible uh, in that in that blowout win, and then tacked on a field goal to to get to to fifty nine, but. Uh, yeah, these these games, you know, haven't been particularly close between these teams. So much is made about, you know, Rutgers and their struggles in the Big Ten. I mean, Maryland joined at the same time and has been, you know, not quite as bad, but pretty close to it. I mean, their their record is, is really bad uh, in the Big Ten. They've been able to to get some of these games against some of the better teams, but uh, not really. They're, they're not at that level yet. Mike Loxley knows it, um, you know, and views this as kind of a a chance to, to see where they, where they stand against uh, the big tens best. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, we all send in our, our picks, you know, separately and, and interesting to see. Um, yeah. I expect just a little more diversity, at least in the score uh, after three games of where we all kind of correctly projected them to blow out their opponent. I, I do think this Maryland team is, I think, top to bottom better. I, we talked about the Loxley's improved recruiting the last couple of years. I do think they have better talent on this team than uh, last year. Than last year, correct. Okay. Now, where where like an inferior team needs to do well to beat a team the caliber of Michigan or Ohio State or whatever you want, the team you want to throw in there is being disciplined. And as you mentioned earlier, Maryland is not very disciplined under Mike Loxley. They a lot of penalties. They like to turn the ball over. A lot of mistakes. And to, to win a game of the, this caliber on Saturday, you've got to be mistake-free and I'll play almost perfectly. And I just I don't see that with Maryland, and, and that's why I think Michigan wins as comfortably. I don't think it's a blowout, but I, I do think they win probably by two or three scores. Now, I, I know we do our Big Ten picks every week, and I was yeah. just scrolling. Through. Uh, there's three lines that really stick out to me this week. I typically don't feel very strongly about on either side of the game. So this week I'm like, you know what? I'm feeling pretty good about a, a few games right here. And I'm just looking through your guys' picks uh, and it doesn't look like you guys feel exactly the same. I'm kind of, <laughs> I mean, the one that really sticks out to me is, is I know Indiana hasn't been great this year, but being like, a, a, I know we, we picked it at 16 and a half, but like it, I saw it down up to 17 and a half. I mean, that's a lot of points for uh, an Indiana team to be, uh, underdogs against a, a Cincinnati team that I don't think is nearly as good as last year. So, I mean, I thought, I mean, I'm like, all right, give me Indiana plus plus 17 or 16 and a half even. So uh, a little bit surprising there. And then the, the Penn state against central, I know Aaron, I it's, we're, we're, we're former chips, but it looks like, <laughs> I mean, only uh, central has been down this year. I think Penn state could easily win that game by four plus touchdowns. And then, uh, Ohio State, uh, I think Wisconsin, I think they're going to roll over Wisconsin. Wisconsin hasn't looked, they lost to Washington State. I think with Ohio State's firepower, they could win that game by three, four touchdowns. So those lines a little bit surprised me a little bit, but I know you guys don't apparently feel the same about some of those. Yeah, I think I took Cincinnati. I think I took Central Michigan, uh, but I think I'm with <laughs> you on Ohio State. Um, you know, those games are tough. Like, you know, another traditionally good Big Ten team 
It's like, but sometimes I think they just can't make the number big enough. You know, it's like 17 is big, but I don't know. I, 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 you know, they struggle against Notre Dame. Ohio State did, but and maybe Wisconsin's a similar team in a way. But uh, yeah, I, I think they're going to score a lot of points and Wisconsin's going to have trouble keeping up. I'm with, I took Cincinnati as well. It's a home game for Cincinnati. I don't think Indiana plays particularly well on the road. They're more likely to put up a fight at home. And I don't think Indiana's that good. I mean, we've seen them kind of, you know, they've, they've had their ups and downs. I don't think they're that, they don't, they're not that talented. I, I, I don't know. been incredibly lucky this year. Like the, the metrics, as far as yards and things like that, they've just turnovers. They've just gotten, they've gotten lucky. And you saw that in the overtime. I mean, they settled for a 50 year plus yard field goal to win it. Yeah, and like some of these other Big Ten teams, they just haven't played great competition either. And they've again, they've been in some slug slugfest here. So I, I don't know. Going to Cincinnati, I think Cincinnati has a chance to run away from them. If not, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I there is a potential for the, the Central Michigan Penn State game. I did go with Penn State. I think what was it minus twenty six and a half? But uh, there is a potential hangover thing here with Purdue or with Penn State. I mean, they're coming off the win over Auburn. Um, you know, they they re, they they open Big Ten play again next week. Um, I mean, it's possible they overlooked the Chippewas, but CMU, I don't think is as good as some folks thought they would be there. I think they're, they're down one of their top receivers. Um, I mean, they, again, this is their second power five game they've had to play in the non-conference. Uh, so I don't know how beat up they are, but I, I don't know. I, I, I tend to think that this game is more likely going to be end up in a blowout for Penn state than it is close. You know, Zook's giving away some, uh, subscriber exclusive content too i see the, the big 10 picks at least for me is subscriber exclusive and i'm currently trying to go through it and i'm, I'm struggling because i it logged me out here so i gotta i gotta sign back in but my recollection is that we are chasing our, our spartan counterparts is that correct i know zook you and i are near the bottom maybe aaron's aaron's, maybe aaron's second oh. um okay. yeah, yeah speak you for are yourself i'm second <laughs> all right well we need to pick up the slack here for the beat is my point ryan so you know we're Sounds like we're on opposite sides of the game, so we're not going to both be able to do that this week. But uh, we'll our, see. Just, just for the listener, our colleague Matt Wenzel covers Michigan State. He's twenty-one and fifteen through three weeks. That's why it's subscriber exclusive, right there for the for his picks. <laughs> I'm nineteen and seventeen, which I think is barely profitable, and then the yep. rest of us either are five hundred or below. Ryan, you are four games under five hundred, so we're all. Oh, thank you. We're all I was relatively say, close. What's it, what's it equal to? At the end, it probably equals to about 500, which is, you know, yes. what can you can expect. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, stay tuned Friday for uh, Ryan. will post uh, the three of us. We'll, we'll make our picks specifically for Michigan, Maryland, give you some keys to the game. We'll have some players to watch. Uh, you know, we, we'll have, we'll have, we've had a lot of content throughout the week. We'll continue to have more leading up to Saturday. 12:10, I believe is kickoff time. Not noon exactly. It's on Fox. Fox. Michigan Ooh. welcomes Maryland for the Big Ten opener for both teams. All right. Thanks for listening.